Each month, myself and other Irrational Passions members will play through a new game. Modern to retro, obscure to popular. Games we've played before and those we have. We'll be hitting checkpoints as we go and discussing our experiences. Play along with us and join in the discussion. This is Video Game Book Club. Welcome, everybody, to Video Game Book Club. We are starting our second game, and for the month of October, we are moving on from the Dark Knight in no better way than taking on creepy space mutant babies with Dead Space 2 from the defunct, or the now defunct, Visceral Studios. This month, I am joined by my fellow podcast ultimate brothers, Making his debut on Video Game Book Club, Mr. Mike Burgess. I, yeah, I was, I was trying to, I was trying to like make like the Smash logo. <laughs> oh, I got you. That's what I was trying to do, but it, like it. I thought you were. Fat, I thought you were making a cross. <laughs> yeah, like where are the demons at? You played too much Castlevania in. the other night. <laughs> yeah, yes, I was uh, slaying some demons, slaying some necromorphs. All right. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it's good to be here. Good to have book you. Club. Good to have you, sir. And returning once more because he's a damn fine human being, Mr. Alex O'Neill. It's me. Okay, now, now I actually am putting up the cross. <laughs> All right, yeah, earned, <laughs> very well earned. Yeah, I'm yeah. here to talk about spoopy games and how oh, spoopy man. they are. <laughs> but yes, we are moving on to Dead Space 2, but just like we did for Arkham Asylum, because we don't have anything to recap from the previous week, we're going to take a look back in the Video Game Book Club time machine and just what was going on in 2011 when dead space 2 was released oh yeah well the game was released back on january 25th of 2011 bringing in the new year with spoopy horrors from across the galaxy this was a january game yeah Yeah, that's that's early surprising they started off strong but 2011 was home to a lot of strong games we had uncharted 3 made its debut in 2011 the end to the initial trilogy of Nathan Drake. Did you guys play that a lot? Uncharted Three was the one I uh, I played and I didn't like at the time. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, I've since like gone back on it. But when I first played it, I was like not super into it. Yeah, I was gonna say I I played it through like the one time right around when it came out and not gone back. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I still have to beat Uncharted Two, so I haven't really touched Uncharted Three. All, I certainly didn't when, touch it in 2011. When you get to four, it'll all be worth it, Scott. I promise. Yeah, it's, it's I have four, and I've played maybe two hours of four. But then I was like, "Why am I playing this? I haven't played, I haven't finished two, and I haven't played three. So, one game I do know that you, Mister Alex, have played Dark Souls. Yeah, came out in 2011, the first one. It's funny, um, because Dark Souls. This is it's weird because this was out in the time of irrational passions in existence because that's how old we are um so i'm like trying to find out like was dead space 2 on my top 10 games from that year like i'm trying to find where my list is but um i didn't end up playing dark souls yeah i i I think it was on there uh i didn't end up playing dark souls 1 until the february of the following year uh, which is when we were I like streamed it on Twitch when Twitch like just started, so I have like a weird association mm-hmm. with that game. Yeah. Um, but obviously, legendary legacy. Oh, so good! And now we've had three 
enhanced remakes ports of it probably because we had the dlc and then we had like the collector's dlc that put them together and then no i guess just and then the new remastered version so maybe just three versions i think but. i i don't know if you can qualify the switch as like a, a superior version also <laughs> well at the ps4 and xbox one i wasn't necessarily referring to just the switch yeah, version yeah. but um mm-hmm. legend of zelda skyward sword came out for the wii and showed us just how cool dousing for items could do. oh my god dousing <laughs> oh, yeah. that was my game of the year that year uh oh Wow, I was. Were, the, you, were you smoking something? I I think so. I like that's the my opinion on only, it has changed a sorry, lot since. I'm sorry, only, Yeah, I was gonna say that's the only uh, 3D Zelda I've not played. Yeah, or pretty much. Or really, it's like the only like Zelda I haven't played. I would say period. it's worth a play, man. I I I would. It was just that thing of like, I think by the time it came out, I was in the crowd of like, I'm done with the Wii. <laughs> F, F motion controls, they're for losers. Hell you know? yeah. They're for, yeah. They're for babies. So I just, like, I don't know. Like, that was still, like, that time for me, I guess. So I just never went to it. And they just haven't put it out again. If they put it, they ended up putting it out again in some form, I would probably be like, okay, I'll sit down and play this. The but, lore I really like about Skyward Sword, but I was not a fan of the controls. So if they did mm-hmm. do, like, an HD port to the Switch with, like, traditional Zelda controls, I'd be all over. I it. just don't think they could. I think that game is like so yeah. built around those controls that it's That's just not going to happen. They could maybe tie it to the joystick, though. Maybe I, I would. It, it might hurt the game and even more. Yeah, yeah. I know there's like there's like so specific like sword movements you have to make with the like you have to like swipe horizontally or vertically. I remember seeing like gameplay like that and I'd, stuff. I just love like That'd a be weird and... a Skyward Sword director's cut, like something that like yeah. like a recut of that game that took out a lot of the bullshit in it, a lot of the dousing. Right. Uh yeah. it could be it could be so good. I've often thought about like what I would take out of that game to make it better. Yeah. Totally. Uh Portal 2 though came out and was fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yep, great game. I sh- Great game. I like shat all over that game until I played it. I'm like, fuck, this is so good. <laughs> I was like, there Great was co-op game too. Oh Great yeah, two-player mm-hmm. game. super fun. But yeah, that came out the same day as Mortal Kombat. Also, the Mortal Kombat reboot. Oh man, also a really nice. good game. Yes, mm-hmm. we get we got our first version of Skyrim released. <laughs> Little did we know it would all we would never the be one rid in of the skyrim <laughs> yeah the franchise known as skyrim and nothing yeah. else yeah exactly. skyrim that has literally become a living breathing thing yeah. at this point that was the it's its own meme that was the ip game of the year for 2011 yeah uh gears of war 3 came came out so that was cool we finished the um, fight yeah you remember yeah. you remember that was Halo, also. <laughs> I know. Take the fight to them. Was that? Was that? Master Chief finished the fight in Gears of War three. Yeah. Um, do y'all remember that there was um, a uh, forgetting the name Locust enemy? That's the name of the, the bad guys in that game. Yep. That had a, a staff with two chainsaws on the end of it. Hell yeah, dude! He was, was in. That was the boss. That was that was was that Gears. This 3 Gears, Gears two, 2, I believe. Okay, that was Gears two. Okay. I don't know that that would like jog my memory of why that was in Gears Three for some reason. I thought that was. In 3. I think he like, but he might also show up in Gears Three. Now that I'm thinking about yeah, it. You're right. That was damn. Gears got 
fucking buck wild. Remember you fought this giant bug at the end? It's that Yeah, it's so a giant weird. worm. Anya. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. What a I it's weird because Dead Space 2, we'll get to it a little bit later, mm-hmm. but it certainly feels like a game of the same era of Gears yep. of War 3. Oh, yeah. And For it's sure. so weird because I remember Dead Space 2 very differently from actually playing it. Yeah. Uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution rebooted the Deus Ex franchise, and people loved it. Great game. Absolutely love that game. Quentin Hoffman cool. shaking his fist in the air about Immersive Sims <laughs> yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yelling about Immersive Sims, a fake genre. <laughs> <laughs> A real genre well, of a fake name for, for that. Yeah, okay, certainly. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's a better way to say it. I remember with Deus Ex, I had picked up Darksiders 1 at Best Buy because I really wanted to play it. I put it in my PlayStation and it yellow lighted and it died. Like nice. my launch PlayStation <laughs> oh, wow. 3. And oh. I saved up and when Deus Ex Human Revolution came out, I went to the GameStop up at my college that I always hit and I picked up my PlayStation 3 Slim and Deus Ex Human Revolution. That was the day you converted? That was the day I had to. It was like, I really want Deus Ex, and I'm going to play it. So. <laughs> That's a cool I one. And, and it's still right here next to me, all plugged into my, my home console. I would say uh, we, the Deus Ex 3 that we've always wanted is called Cyberpunk 2077. I'm very excited for it. Oh, it's going to be all so right. good. <laughs> Looks good. I'm pumped. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 came out in... Yeah, it was Marvel versus Capcom three. People, yeah. Some people loved it. Some people hated it. It was it was marble. Do you I guys? A, yeah, I was gonna say I had a way more of a, uh, a f- attachment and affinity for mm-hmm. Marvel vs. Capcom two. Mm-hmm. I played that a lot more just because at the time there was a uh, when me and my you know me and my friends used to be mall rats more or less, and the movie theater in our mall had a Marvel vs. Capcom two cabinet in it. Ooh, so sometimes cool. some yeah sometimes we would just go there not even to like see movies or anything we just play marvel vs. capcom in the movie theater i uh i was fun i was just getting into fighting games at that time so like i i liked super street fighter 4 was the first version of that game i got so i was excited Mm -hmm. about mvc3 um i thought there's like an x factor mechanic or whatever in that game that i think ruins Mm -hmm. that whole game in my personal yeah and dark phoenix 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 with x factor do you guys have a team from that game um, I had, I was Ryu was my main because I'm I've always loved Ryu. Um, I'm trying to remember who was in the original roster and not in Ultimate. Um, Ultimate added like, and I know it had like Virgil and Nemesis, Strider. Nemesis and Nemesis. Phoenix Wright. Strider and... was in the original game because he was in uh, two also. Yeah. Dante was cool. I like Dante. Yeah. Um, and I think Spider-Man. I think that was my my three. Mm-hmm. I was uh, Amaterasu, Beautiful Joe, and Zero. Those were my guys. Oh, right. Yeah. Zero was on my team because I was just like... Yeah. Oh, I thought Zero was just cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I used... Uh, I didn't play a lot of three, but I used um, Amaterasu, uh, Super Scroll, and... Uh, I think I just kind of swapped between the last character. Like Rotating third chair. Use, like... Yeah, like sometimes I would use like uh, what's his name, the firehead guy, Dormammu. Dormammu was solid. Yeah, Dormammu, I liked him. Um, I think I actually I might just use those three most of the time. I think sometimes I'd use like Captain America or Wolverine and stuff too, mm-hmm. just because I like them in uh, Marvel's Capcom Two a bunch. I'm, I'm a Tarasu was cool because I liked the her whip 
weapon. I like yeah. just firing the balls at people and whipping them. Those were pretty. Mm -hmm. That was good keep away. The Binding of Isaac came out. Whoa! And started that whole big Jesus. thing. Yeah, I guess. Man. Yeah, because Spelunky HD would come out. I, I think in 2012. So I think, yeah, the Binding of Isaac was, like, the first really big roguelike. Mm -hmm. Especially, like, Twitch came around not about toward the end of this year. And that's when, like, streaming roguelikes got so big. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think it right. also brought back, like, the pixel art. Or it was, like, the first big kind of indie pixel art game, too. At least for I a can't while. Think of, yeah. I can't think of another big one that kind of predated Binding of Isaac. But that shit took off. Mm -hmm. Like, that mm -hmm. was huge. And now we're getting a card game. Yep. There's the 2018 expansions and we get, you get a card game. It's 2018. It's on Switch so, though, so yeah. Binding of Isaac's all right. Yeah. Uh, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare 3 came out, ending the Modern Warfare trilogy. That was really cool. The first um, Call of Duty game I didn't buy. Yeah. yeah. It was. It was kind of. It was disappointing. I returned it. It's a bummer. Yeah. Um, I played through the story and like. A couple days and i was like this is okay i'm okay i'm done the, a, we had a meme on our podcast that was just yelling out that they killed soap spoilers oh they did <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think it's still really funny right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that so ticks me off i had a large gap in call of duty games like i played cod played four the like the original modern warfare mm -hmm. and literally didn't play any call of duty until uh what was like the cool sci-fi one that I think Advanced I was the only warfare. one who liked. No, it was, no, it wasn't even that. It was Infinite Warfare, like the one Infinite where you like, okay. or like where you're like doing oh. dog fighting with spaceships and stuff. That was like the thing to be, that that that's how like I, disconnected I am from Call of Duty, where I think like everyone was like that one's like the worst one. It's like so unrealistic. And as soon as I saw them like fighting in the middle of space and like rotating themselves in space, I was like, yeah, mm -hmm. I'm in. Sign the, me up. The call, next Call of Duty game comes out the Friday. <laughs> of the week we're recording this and i don't think anyone like really knows or cares yeah. so it's well you were big you were excited for black ops 4 with the whole battle royale thing. i i was and I, I definitely like just waned away with time <laughs> like yeah. the interest in that game just like faded from me like a ghost mm -hmm. like call of duty ghosts there um, it is yeah it wasn't a good one either yep from what i remember Batman Arkham City, sequel to the game we just completed on Video Game Book Club, came out. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. I didn't realize that until I, I put made this list up, and it's like, nice. Arkham City okay. may be the best of the Arkham games. Agreed. As, 100%. And now we have no one here to yell at us for saying that, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I, have, been... I probably have played Arkham City since probably like 2011 or 2012, so I can't really mm -hmm. be like, no... I remember I really. I barely like, remember it. <laughs> and the biggest game to come out in 2011 was, of course, Green Lantern: Rise of the Manhunters, based on the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie. Hands hands down, bar none, the best. Shall we move on? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and that's all. There I have it to is. Say 2011. About that. Real yeah. real quick. Do you guys want to? I found my top ten games from 2011. Do you want to hear hear it from the top? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Dead Space Two is not on this list, which is fucked up. I'm gonna let you guys <laughs> well, know. It's not. It's not related to this book club, so it's gone. Uh, Throw it in the trash. But Get out. 2011, number ten, Mortal Kombat. Number nine was Gears Three. Two, number eight was Infamous Two, which is also a very good. Game. Mm -hmm. Good game. Number seven was Catherine, which I forgot that came out in 2011 oh, as well. That was a good 
Uh, number six was Bastion, another great 2011 highlight. Mm-hmm. Nice. Number five was Dark Souls. Number four was Portal 2. Number three was Batman Arkham City. Number two was Skyrim. And number one was Skyward Sword. I don't know what nice. I was thinking. <laughs> I would arrange that list it. very differently and also put Dead Space on it if I could go back and change right. it. Yeah. And just a quick news wrap up. The Nintendo 3DS was released Ooh. worldwide. Yeah. Got that and Street Fighter 4 bad. edition on there. Yeah. Got that street pass. That's still going. And the Ghost Recon Tact, actually pretty good tactical RPG. That mm. was on there. PlayStation Vita was released in Japan, and a whole lot of bad guys died with Bin Laden, Kim Jong Il, and Mo, uh, Muammar Gaddafi. All, uh, all, all died that year? that year? Whoa. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Wow. 2011 was a wasn't happening. Year. The Vita has that kind of power. <laughs> Don't doubt the Vita. The v- yeah. Once the Vita came out, it was all downhill. Every- everyone was just dying left and right, and Yo. the D- the Vita went down with them. Yeah, it took, it took it with them. A murder suicide. It's their life. It's their life force. <laughs> yeah, it just took. Uh, Vita does away. mean life. So it's true. It's true. But <laughs> us, along with our viewers, are all here to talk Dead Space Two. So let's get cracking yeah. right with Dead Space Two now. For for starters, I have never played a Dead Space game. So this was my very first introduction to the series itself. So you guys played it before, correct? Mm-hmm. I had played one. Yep. Yeah, I played I played both games probably, honestly, probably in 2011 <laughs> when, <laughs> when 2 came out, probably. Uh, my, my co-host on Irrational Passion, Scott Guthier, he, uh, <laughs> we have a funny joke of like, Scott takes you into his basement and turns off all the lights and then makes you play Dead Space, <laughs> which is exactly what he did to me. Uh, and it scared the shit out of me because it was kind of like before I was into more horror-ish games. Mm-hmm. But like, right. I thought the mystery was so compelling and that world is so compelling that I, I ended yeah. up going and playing it. But So we are woken up by a phone call. And for me, I didn't know what was going on until a little bit later, but it, you get woken up by your dead girlfriend, Nicole, that was on the ship from the first game, the Ishimura, was it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, did you guys want to give a brief recap of uh, Nicole from the first game? Oh, I'm, I'm curious, um, uh, Scott, because I forgot mm-hmm. until I booted up the game again. Did you watch the previously on Dead Space that's in the game? I did not. Oh, because I remember watching that. It's like a summary mm-hmm. of the first game that I think is pretty good. It's like less than five minutes, I think. Yeah. I was thinking about it, but then I thought it would make better. It, it would be more interesting if I'm coming at it knowing absolutely nothing from the first one mm-hmm. and trying to piece together things. It might be worth uh-huh. going and watching maybe before the last checkpoint or before we yeah. close out because I'd just be curious what you would think of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we get woken up in, uh, and we end up in like a straight jacket and we're being interrogated by this asshole and um <laughs> things are not looking yeah. good for for mr isaac i'm trying to i'm pretty s- nasty trying to figure out where my notes uh come in i, I did write down at one point mike this game really s- does start at an 11 <laughs> yeah that's literally that's literally my first line of like this game starts on an eleven. Damn, that's, that's my first. That's literally my first note in this in my Dead Space Two book club. Because I forgot about ab- yeah, I forgot about all the like the the guy like leaning right into your face mm-hmm. and then like the fucking thing ripping through his forehead. Oh yep. yeah, yeah. Um, I was um, 
somewhat somewhat related. I was listening. This was, I think, I think it was a Game Informer podcast I was listening to. It was like a couple weeks ago, and they were interviewing like um, this guy on the on the show, and he was actually the dude. Um, he he is like moved to a different company like now, but they the, they were talking to him, and it was the dude who did them actually the mocap for that guy. Like the guy that's like has his head horribly, grotesquely ripped apart, <laughs> oh, no. and they were saying that like, so like they were saying like he was just like at the time he was just like some like, not necessarily like an intern, but like I think he was just like some kind of like PR person at EA at at the time, and they used him just because of like the mocap and like the facial stuff like technology they had at the time. Mm-hmm. His was like the best shape. He had like the best shaped head. For that, like horrible, like grotesque, like ripping apart body animation. Hell yeah, that happens to him. Like so, like that's why he got used in that game. It was, <laughs> it was funny because there's just like a random anecdote during this game. He's just like interviewing on like a normal thing. And he's like, oh, by the way, weren't you the guy that got mocapped and horribly murdered at the, f- the first Dead Space? And he's like, uh, yeah, that's a that's a deep cut that you just figured out. But it was an interesting thing. I'll say like um. To kind of summarize, like, Nicole for you, Scott, and, like, what Mm. they were jumping into, I don't remember exactly how they did it. It's one of two ways, but basically Isaac receives a video message from Nicole on the ship, and he goes to rescue her. And Mm. then at the end, it's revealed that either the end, she's, like, sending the message, you, like, see what she was doing, and right at the end of the message, she, like, kills herself with an injection and dies. And Mm. either Isaac saw the entire video from the beginning and somewhere in his head knew she was dead the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the marker was suppressing that memory or he finds out on the ship that she killed herself and it was in the video, but I got cut off. It's one of those two. Um, I don't remember. Yeah. It's basically yeah. like she sends this video message, but at the end of the video message, she injects herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's like the whole, as well, as we'll get more and more into events of these first five chapters that was like a big thing that was going back and forth and the original dead space was like basically he's like as he's searching this ship for her more and more he's like mm-hmm. also like losing his sanity yeah because of like the marker and all this other stuff yeah he sees her moving around the ship and, and instructing him to do things but it ends up she was never there yeah. um Ooh, creepy. yeah it's it's cool and like that's like the big twist at the end of the first dead space um yeah. is that the markers affected you too um mm, yeah so i like that they i mean i'll say this the whole opening of this game is is at an 11 and mm-hmm. i think they do it smart because they literally throw all of your tools from the first dead space at you as fast as humanly possible in the first chapter yeah. and they yep. like tutorialize each part of it and like here like right from the get-go here's this like creature that can make more necromorphs here is how you run here is what your health looks like here's stasis Here's kinesis. Mm-hmm. Here's everything, and like then yep. by the second chapter, you're like right where you were at the end of Dead Space One, and it it picks mm-hmm. up from there very quickly and initiating new players. I like it a lot. Yeah, I liked yeah. how you were mm-hmm. in your straight jacket for like a good few minutes, like fifteen twenty minutes mm-hmm. after you had been rescued by the dude that uh, got skewered and everything. How you had to like avoid and run away from all these necromorphs because at the beginning of the game, the necromorphs are taking over this lab that's on titan right it's um titan station yeah yeah yeah, it's like a hot it's like a hospital on the station or something Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. or like some kind of a even like a sane mental hospital or something like that yeah 
and things are just going crazy and yes. there's necromorphs everywhere just and you can die like i i got very close to death yeah i got very mm-hmm. close to death i didn't actually die but um running from everything and it's like holy crap i'm in a straight jacket and then you get to those areas where um you see the one other the other patient getting interrogated by Haas or house or whatever that one dude uh and then you encounter him in the next room and he like you think he's gonna stab and kill you because of the shit that's gone down but he frees you from the straight jacket before he like slits his the uh slits his throat mm-hmm. like right in front of you it's like oh okay let's yeah we're jumping straight in like you guys were saying it's it's stuff like that because like it's you know my last note here and we'll we'll kind of double down on it once we get to like the the first big twist in in these first five mm. chapters mm. but like all of all of like the very serious villainous things are like very corny to me now i don't know <laughs> how it played to the rest of you guys but it's like mm. especially that scene later oh man uh but like it's like this very mm-hmm. it it reminds me of like horror movies of the time like trying to be very shock and yeah. all but it's mm-hmm. it's one through the lens yeah. of like you know this game does look like it came out in 2011 on a ps3 which is what i'm playing mm-hmm. it on it does not yeah, look same. quite as good um and also like the it, it doesn't have like the 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 moment of like an uncharted or a last of us or like the stuff that naughty dog ended up doing with with like these gruesome very serious types of games um mm-hmm. so it's just kind of corny to me but I, you know, it's what I was saying when I, I said that Dead Space 2 feels like a game that would come out in the same year as Gears of War 3. Like, they're just, they're, the games were just like that at the time, like for big budget mm-hmm. AAA games, I think. Every, every, every enemy has to leap out of something. It can't just like mm-hmm. walk around a corner. It has to leap out and there has to be like a huge, the shock value. kick and just, yeah. yeah, shock value. Like that big, like literally everything. Note, you know? Yeah, the, the shock scares. And- even even when it's like a massive wave of them, they're still just gonna like fly out of something. Mm-hmm. Like as ever, there's you, like it's to the point where it's like, once I started getting back into it and remembering Dead Space, just like walking through a hallway and like see you could like see like the like canned, like you know kind of t- break it down and like oh look there's a vent that clearly, I remember these are the necromorph where the necromorphs usually pop out of in this game. Yeah, mm-hmm. and lo and behold, you just kind of walk around and then whoop whoop there comes one out of the vent. It it there's does make you appreciate. But- like how hidden how well hidden those things are in games now like um Mm -hmm. i think back to like resident evil 7 which is like the most recent horror-ish game i played and like the most unsettling moments are like when you're going down a hallway and like something just turns around and walks down the the hallway through the end of the hallway coming Mm -hmm. at you like the there's they're few and far between they're used well but like it's just horrifying it's it's the worst feeling but yeah that what dead space two does is like it's a totally different feeling but it's also yeah. very effective like when i don't know if this happened to you because i think it's random uh but like you'll start to hear something behind you and then you'll turn around to see like a necromorph actually creeping up on you like staying quiet enclosing itself and like walking towards you very very quietly uh and like that shit fucks me up in yeah. a totally different mm-hmm. way yeah i was gonna say i haven't i haven't encountered that yet I've definitely encountered like moments where you can like hear them, mm-hmm. different spots, and I've I haven't like actually like turned around. I guess to look. Mm-hmm. It's like I remember playing this game with headphones and being like, oh, "Fuck," mm. <laughs> gets under your skin. 
Oh, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I can imagine. In regards, Mike, to what you said, the necromorphs that pop out of those grates, because I haven't played them before, there have been a couple times where I, like, I'm up a set of stairs or whatever, and then I just hear this crashing behind me and then turn around and then, oh, crap, there's one right behind me. Yeah. Um, I'm really curious, yeah. Scott. Like, what do you? how do you feel about, like, the enemy design? And we can talk about, like, that across mm-hmm. all five chapters because we, we get to see, like, the little baby guys with the mm-hmm. three tentacles toward the end. What did you Fuck think the of creepy babies? Oh, yeah, this is super creepy. Yeah. Um, but no, I think like I seen like I remember back then I saw the previews and things like that, so I had seen the designs. But I think they're really well done. They're very visually horrific to look at. I think they were really well done enemy designs, and there are a bunch of different variations. And you can really one of the things I appreciate with it is you can see how it like. I don't know necessarily what causes the necromorphs yet, and I don't know if that's from the first one or if it's just the marker does it or what. But you can, <laughs> I, you really get the feeling yeah. or the seeing of how, like the just j- gestation or like the evolution of nec- the necromorphs. Like the longer you're possessed or taken over by it, um, the more grotesque. Like the guys with the explodey arms and mm. the babies. Yeah, like that. and I, I like how they also like all kind of like have their own little visual or not visual, but like audio cues and stuff yes, too. So like yeah. all of them have distinct sounds. So like as soon as you hear that sound, you're like, Oh, I know what's coming. And I've always, I always really like that where like those exploding dudes have like a weird, like shriek. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. like the little, like the, this, these were new to dead space too, but they had like the little like kid ones that were like, basically like swarms of them would come mm-hmm. after you. And those had their own little voice, like sounds and everything too. It's, yeah, and it's very good sound design. Yeah. I'm sure oh. we'll we'll talk about it, but like, um, I'm trying to because I don't remember their fucking names, but the uh, the the raptor guys that you fight in the church. I just call them the raptors, but the ones that charge oh, you yeah. um, are mm-hmm. amazing. <laughs> the stalkers—that's yeah. what they're called. They're like they're some of my favorite enemies in any video game. Like as far as monsters, yeah, they're concerned. very cool. Um, but yeah, those babies remind me of the Titans from Attack on Titan. Ooh, yeah. How they kind of like run at you and everything. All right, yeah. It's like, uh-huh. those, are, those are baby yeah. titans. What's cool is but, so I'm like looking at the list of mm-hmm. um, enemies, like the enemy types, because uh, I had to pull up the, the ones that I was talking about are just stalkers. But we haven't even seen half the enemy types in the game. Yeah. Which is really cool. It like doles them out throughout the game. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But speaking of enemy types, so we get our handy-dandy laser cutter. We get our stasis power and our force kinetic wristbands, and we can be Jedis and everything. Cool like that. And we get to our first, like, what I would consider the boss fight, which I think is end of chapter two? Yes, Where the that giant right. Necromower that's right. Yeah, that's, that's out, right. and it's like the first big, big enemy that you have to contend with. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a very boss vibe from. That was pretty yeah, cool. For sure. Like, having to cut off his specific limbs and yeah. I wish it was slightly less telegraphed, like what you have to do. Yeah. Um, There's yeah. a lot of glowy spots in Dead Space. Yeah, a lot of glowy spots. It reminds me... It's, again, you said, like you said, it was 20, 20, 2011 yeah. video game. Like, yeah. That was definitely of that era. I know, it, yeah. I know it didn't come out in 2011, but a game that I feel like this, this game and uh, Lost Planets took a lot from each other. Oh, yeah. Lost Planet. Oh, all the orange. Planet, all the orange spots. Changed. Um, one give thing me, I will say though, give playing, me that Tiang. Yeah, right. 
Where is Lost Planet, man? I'm I'm surprised gone, we haven't dude. gotten a, some. It's gone. Rest in peace. Something with that. Capcom's on a roll could, right now. They can reboot yeah, Lost say, Planet. Cap, yeah, Capcom's going wild. They could bring it back. Yeah, I'd be down for it. Let's get get Devil May Cry Five out first, and maybe a Dragon's Dogma sequel, and then then we'll okay. talk and about Lost Planet. Yeah, they're I'm working for, on Onimusha. I'm in for do Dragon's Dogma for sure. But um, I just wanted to say real quick mm-hmm. that um. The base gun in Lost Planet 2, or not, sorry, Dead Space 2, and Dead Space just in general, the plasma, the plasma cutter, yes, mm-hmm. is still like just like one of my favorite guns in a video game for sure. I've just like, been, I've invested all my power nodes into max yeah, damage. I'm, do, I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I've been doing the same thing of just like Mac. I, I did get like, I did purchase like one or two of the other guns by the end of Chapter mm-hmm. Five because you, you do need the other guns, but like, I just that's still like. One of my just I'm, I'm to, I always upgrade that, yeah, like, to the max first, mm-hmm. just because I enjoy it so much. I wanted to because we get access to four weapons in this first five chapters. I wanted to try and play around with the other guns, um, so I got like the the one that shoots harpoons or whatever the, the javelin launcher. Yeah, yeah. javelin I launcher as well. I bought that and I was using it a little bit. I'm like, the thing is, I know because I know how these games work is like the javelin launcher ammo i'm getting mm-hmm. would be plasma cutter ammo if i didn't have this javelin launcher so i just sold exactly. it and i sold all the ammo and i'm like i'm just gonna run with plasma cutter i did it let's go there's a trophy for it in dead space one i'm ready mm-hmm. to do it in dead space two see that's not i don't know if it's just with the javelin launcher but i'm getting ammo for guns that i haven't bought yet yeah i started getting like line yeah. launcher ammo and i'm like shit yeah. it's it's once once you start getting once you start getting to certain points in the game uh, and the and, and the guns are like become available in the shop. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's like it's gated by like the progression in the game. They'll just there's also just schematics for some of the guns too. Yeah, yeah. You'll, yeah, you'll just start finding ammo for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing I remembered speaking of like things from one, I don't. I've come to remember or, or I guess realization of like I don't like that original suit design. Yeah, compared to space two, like the. The Dead Space Two suit that you get is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like a really great suit, and like I know that I don't even think we have like so, somewhat spoilers, but like I think there's like a be- better versions of even this suit that you get in the game in later chapters. Yeah, but you but you also have like immediate access to the uh, the the suit from the first game, and I just I, I just remember seeing like you get to the shop and seeing that dumb big rectangle block face. Like as a suit option, I just looked at it and I was just like, I don't want to use this. So that looks bad. Like, as, I guess maybe it's just with time, it's uh, not not gotten. Yeah, I think it's like um, that aged well. The the helmet of the mm-hmm. Dead Space Two suit is just so fucking cool. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's really it. Like, because mm-hmm. in Dead Space One, he has the engineering suit, which then like over the upgrades for the suit in that mm-hmm. game are just like more little iron plates to go over like yeah, his arms yeah. and legs. Um, whereas like this, the whole suit changes everything. But also, he had to like take off his helmet in Dead Space One. She only does it at the very end, and at the very beginning, right. he puts it on. Um, but in this one, it's got like the red Iron Man folding helmet. So like really, yeah, yeah. that was really cool. <laughs> what else do you need? Yeah. Those designs are really cool. And I have to say, I absolutely fucking love impaling necromorphs with their own like claws. Tentacles claw arms yeah it is so rewarding kinetic. To just like kinetic and then just a poof 
poof and they like stuck to the wall and then they like die and so yeah the harpoon stuff in this so good so good yeah so good I just like uh getting like really good headshots like seeing the ones that like go frantic and like sprint at you and just getting like a nicely oh yes headshot and they just, yeah yeah either like they get speared or their, or their head will pop off and then it'll just like immediately just like go limp and like in front of you and like kind of like fall their knees mm-hmm. and down and it's like sort of ragdoll-y though mm-hmm. yeah very like, ragdoll yeah. there's so much ragdoll in this game i will say yep. um a couple of notes because if we're going through up to the that first boss i ran out of ammo while fighting the boss um and nice. i ended up uh punching his leg off with the melee <laughs> It's <laughs> fucking awesome. Falcon punch. I like you nice. like the rose's arm. I like hit it and the leg just goes flying to the left. It's like, yes. Nice. This couldn't yeah, have gone better. Exaggerated physics. Oh yeah. Um for sure. things. Or like punching or curb stomping bodies to get items. That's kind of that's kind of fun. So, very two thousand eleven. It's very early right. havoc engine. Yeah. <laughs> it's very dark souls. Totally. Yes. Um for full disclosure, I I don't know if I got like a New Game Plus perk or something. I didn't play it on New Game Plus, but I've finished it on PS3 before. So when I started, I could access the Police Riot suit, which is 25% additional armor and all your weapon slots or item slots unlocked. Um, oh, wow. So I, I grabbed that. It was like, it's $0. I think if you've beaten the game before, you can get that. Right. So I am playing with a little bit of a positive handicap, but I am also playing it on hard mode because uh, I wanted I want to feel the pain. Ooh. Um. So, uh, that that might be why in my stories I talk about running out of ammo a lot. Just as a full disclosure. Yeah, yeah I think that sounds about right. Because uh, that happened to me a lot. Um, a couple of things that we also kind of passed over. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you, I wrote a really long dumb joke about the fucking engineer vents. I don't know if, if you guys oh, have spent yeah. more than 25 seconds thinking about it and how it doesn't make any sense. I did. Yep. Do you want me yeah. to read this note? Yeah, yeah definitely. Do it. If it's supposed to be assumed that these weird shafts can be accessed by engineers in this station and it lets the audience know that Isaac is one if they forgot, but also that lets him do certain things and he is likely familiar with this place, my only question is, why wasn't his engineer status on the worldwide web of ventilation shaft passageways of who can go in us completely revoked because he was locked up for an ungodly long amount of time? (laughs) Just it's all one biggest, continuous just, thought. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, just you find the biggest plot hole. It's like okay, I get it. He, this these are supposed to tell me he's an engineer, but like, why is he still have engineer status? Why is he allowed to just go around look, the station? Look, it's, it's Someone, a 2011 video game, and they need to put something out else in besides just like 8,000 elevators to like load in the next area. <laughs> There's your answer. I was laughing like for 20 minutes about it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like I like the engineering areas, but then I tried to like see if I could pull out my weapon or like look around. And when I couldn't, I was like, "Oh, nothing's gonna jump out at me in here." Because like I can't punch, I can't pull out my weapon. It's just like, yeah. Okay. Well, that removes some of the the tenseness yeah. of crawling those things. And then I thought it was funny how you get out, you like pull yourself out, and then you're like turn yourself around so your back's facing away. Mm-hmm. Like that would be a great time for Necromorph to just like right right through you. Yeah. Mm. There's a lot of silly stuff like that in here. But I, you know, yeah. yeah. I I really appreciate some of the ways they do successfully build mm-hmm. tension. Um yeah. 
and the ways they kind of artificially do it are silly and they're very like old school but mm-hmm. uh you know i i like i like for the most part what dead space does yeah they definitely do a good job um it's towards the end of chapter four like after i had been playing for a while i did sort of learn, notice a formulaic pattern to things mm-hmm. like you would walk a bit and then you'd get contacted by dana who speaking of we were contacted by this woman who said she could cure us and we just have to get to where she is and it's very mysterious and we have a cool line we can follow mm-hmm. um but it's like quiet nothing going on then you'll get to a room where there's like creepy mu- music it's like, okay, I'm going to fight things here. You fight things, and then you walk a bit. And it, it just started to feel formulaic. Like, I could kind of tell... It, same thing could be said with, like, the Uncharted games. It kind of becomes, okay, I know what's going to happen next. Like, um, in totally. Chapter 5, like, right toward the end, because mm-hmm. um, I played it pretty recently, uh, like, the three freezer rooms, you go and you go through one, you're like... All right. Well, nothing happened. Go through the another, the second one. Like something's probably gonna happen. Go, get in the third one. I'm like, cool. Something's for sure happening in this room. All right. Yeah. Enemies are attacking me now. I got it. <laughs> you know yeah. it's coming. Like, yeah. It's but I I again I appreciate it. I think. Uh, oh yeah. They use the environments well enough. Um, it is. The there was a, in that brief intro there was at one point a zero G scene which is also they're still very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when you go into those space. are handled really well mm-hmm. i was really surprised yeah. it's very easy to maneuver around in the zero g zero g and the the vacuum of space scenes are both mm-hmm. both hold up really really well and i think they're still really effective uh oh yep. yeah were you gonna say something uh, like no i i totally agree that i like the zero g stuff is always that's always been some of my favorite stuff some stuff of just how they you like immediately enter an area and like even like uh which like i don't know if you guys did this a lot in this game but like blow out windows yep and like blow out windows and then like it'll start that sequence mm-hmm. where you like are trying to get sucked out the window and you can shoot it to get out like i did that multiple times throughout the early bits of this game yeah to get out of get it out of places that's pretty cool so I didn't even know that you could do that just like on most windows. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I did the like the scripted one where you do it and yeah. everything happens. And it's like, that was cool. And then I had entered this, I think it was right in the area before the apartments kind of area. And I mm-hmm. walk, got out of like the engineering title or like an elevator or something. And it was like this long hallway. And this dude started charging me with some of his buddies. And I missed him and I hit the glass behind him. And the glass broke and everything like the chairs everything that was in that hallway oh. just flew out and was like holy crap that was really cool yeah and then yeah. i realized oh my god i'm flying towards that too i have to quickly shoot the the yeah. close button mm-hmm. but i thought that was really cool that it wasn't that that blowing out the glass isn't just a scripted event yeah, you can do one. it wherever that kind of glasses yeah yeah it's that it's was, really cool um and it's used pretty sparingly too. Like I don't think they lean on it too much. Yeah. It's there's a lot of things like that mechanic in this game that just reminds me of Dead Space Three and how <laughs> I just get bummed out because like oh, man. there's um, when you get to the church I think right the first time um, what's his face I forget his name the the bad guy quote unquote um, he has like a, a ship chasing you and it shoots through the windows yeah the gunship yeah it shoots through the windows on the top. And then I remembered during that moment, I was like, 
oh yeah in dead space 3 you have to like actually fight people <laughs> and, and it's not like <laughs> it's not like fighting necromorphs or anything there's just like cover and you're ducking in and out of cover and shooting people i'm like oh god that's phase three <laughs> why <laughs> oh, yeah. uh and then there's like you know the window blowing out scene where it's like releases mm-hmm. the airlock like dead space three predominantly takes place on a planet so there's none of that in that game and it's like oh mm-hmm. fuck dead space three why yeah. <laughs> But before we got to the church and everything, we had to ride a train because we were going to where Dana were sending us. So we get on our train. Totally nothing nothing bad can happen on the train, right? Wrong. Oh. We get attacked by another giant necromorph that wants to eat us. Of course. So that was kind of cool running from... That was one of the cool kind of zero-G Yeah, the zero-G space. Where you have to jump yeah. through like that corridor to get to the other yeah. end of the train. That was really cool, mm-hmm. while avoiding the shit that was flying out of the, uh, there is, the train compartment. There is another scene like that. I think it might be in the next chunk of stuff that's like one of my favorite scenes from this game, too. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah. it, it is something they do a couple of times, but I feel like there's like they they do a lot of set pieces in this game, but I like they've got something here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they were onto mm-hmm. some shit. So, like, I'm okay with them kind of really leaning into it. Yeah, it's like, it's like you said. I think it's there's probably just enough time between some of the Uncharted games and this game to be like 100% them being like, let's kind of make one of those games or like add stuff like that into this game and mm. then like that like subway train and whole that whole sequence of like yeah like they yeah, like kind of like be, it being attacked by the giant monster and then you like flying between the things and then yeah you like you like are it crashes and then you're like hanging from like a, a thing mm-hmm. and like shooting dudes that are coming at you. And then you got to like shoot the monster. That whole sequence is super cool. And then again, it's like, it was one of those things, like you said, where like you come from like this really quiet scene before where you're like, you come up to the train, just like, okay, it's a train. Great. Let me just get on this. And then it just literally goes off the rails. Yeah. No pun intended, but it's, you know, it's like, crazy that scene where you're hanging and shooting dudes upside mm-hmm. down like the last of us did that scene two years after this game so it's like they were on mm-hmm. some shit all right like they oh, yeah. Yeah. they were doing some cool stuff i think like the last they of do. us does it way cooler and like there's more emotion to it but you know you see dead space mm-hmm. trying stuff that other people also really dug and really liked and i, I don't know it's yeah. really cool it's a good feeling because dead space 2 is red yep. was it also in this train section where you have to outrun the giant thing coming towards you and then like shoot the or use your connect powers to like open the door before that's, you can that's like right at the end that's uh okay um j- yeah. that's the end of chapter four i believe okay when you uh that's at at that point like there's a glass window it breaks you both get sucked mm-hmm. out into space and then you're like on the ship and it's throwing the explosive <laughs> oh, yeah. barrels at you. No, I, I think that's actually for the end of chapter five it might be the end of chapter five yeah I think that's the end of chapter five. That's like right after the the big Spoilers, twist reveal. But yeah. yeah, but then we get our first uh, taste of the creepy necro babies. Oh yeah, the the kids oh, and the first. babies. Like there are so many different layers of children in this game. It's horrible. Yeah, and, and like that's that's the one thing of like since they're already established from the original Dead Space, they don't really have like too great of a, a setup there. I mean, there is a little bit I think for the kids. Where you're like walking through this kind of like, like almost like playhouse kind of area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and the, and then you start hearing like children laughing and stuff because I think there's something there's something more like that in the original Dead Space for like the uh, the babies with the tentacles in their back. Yeah, so remember? Isn't there like a whole scene where like uh, some nurse is going crazy and she's like in this pen with a bunch of them and you like you're like get out of there what are you doing lady yeah. and then she just gets like horribly murdered by like the crazy tentacle babies yeah i think that's from the first game that sounds like uh, the first game you know what yeah. works really good against the creepy uh necro babies the line launcher guy They're no what i do is i shoot a javelin like right when they're where they're going to be running and then i electrify the area because its secondary function causes oh, yeah. like an electrical area, right. so it'll just run in and electrocute themselves and poof. It's a, it worked out pretty well. That's a good one. Nice. Yeah. I just use the machine gun. Yeah. The only the only other gun I'm run, running with is the machine gun, um, mm. because I think it's really good for the like the adolescent kids, like the toddler necromorphs. Yeah, and like those weird little, uh, which I think they first appear right around when you get to the church to like the weird little like parasite things, yeah. like parasite oh, yeah. that jump like, on you yeah that jump on enemies and make them stronger too yeah it's like, a, like armor i guess quote unquote to them or whatever yeah they do that more damage be. with those on them i think too and they'll like I think you're right transfer the, the little parasites to you if they hit you with it and then you have to shake hmm. them off it's a cool yeah, idea of like these support one support necromorphs yeah. um there is like a lot of really ridiculous overdramatic music in this game, but it, it <laughs> works true. really well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it is, it reminds me of like slasher horror movies where like somebody's getting chased. Like a lot of the music I think kind of keys into something like that. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Yeah, totally. Uh, the sound design in general, I think is really, really strong. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very quiet. It's a lot so of the good. time. Um, and it works really well. Yeah, that's that's what works so well with it is because it's so quiet. They have to emphasize everything else about it. Mm-hmm. It's like they have to em- emphasize like all the footsteps and like all of the like you mm. said. It's very that era where everything has to be. They have to build up attention for a release, and you know that release is just like what can we have jump at you, jump out at you, and in every which way and form, which like mm-hmm. they generally do very well. Like, cause even when, even when you like, you can kind of see it coming when it once starts popping off and there's just like, Oh, there's, it's not just like one of them. Because I think that's what's so great about it is like, they do it often. So it kind of, it, you kind of start like getting into a sense of like, you know, you know, stuff's going to pop out here. You mm-hmm. don't know to what extent and what level when, you know, sometimes it'll be like just one guy and you're just like, okay, that's okay. It's just, that one thing, and then sometimes it's like, all right, I, I took one dude out, and then like, then like three, three or four more different dudes come around a corner. And you're just like, oh god, okay, everything, this, everything changes here. Yeah, so I think they handle all that very well. It's it's one of those things like Dead Space is, I would say, different than. So like the 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 next era of horror games that I would say came out after like Dead Space Three did, which is like the Outlasts and the the kind of games like that that really mm-hmm. make you helpless and dead space you are you have to win to like progress in a lot of cases yeah um it's call of duty in that regard yeah you have to take out the enemies before you can progress and i think like a lot of people were like dead space one is is very much in the same kind of camp as that um it's just mm-hmm. like it i think it throws less at you a lot of people were kind of 
angry about Dead Space 2 becoming more action-heavy and more set PC, but that never set well with me because I think this game gives you a different kind of stress. Like, just because you have to yeah. win, like, what it's doing is throwing different enemy combinations at you and making you scramble and forget your surroundings. Mm-hmm. Like, it is putting pressure on you at all times and i think that gives it creates a different kind of tension it's maybe not as like scary or you don't feel as helpless but i think it is effective in a totally different way and i i think there aren't a lot of games like dead space weirdly enough especially two oh for sure i agree with that there were definitely moments when it's like oh crap i'm in a corner and i have like four guys charging at me it's like okay i'm gonna try and take out this guy's claw so i can then chuck it at this dude or i'll like i'll kneecap them and cut off their legs so it slows them down mm-hmm. um but that pressure definitely is there and that it i'm enjoying it um i i was expecting less ammo like more of a resident evil style of me being really low on ammo all the time go ahead and bump that difficulty up one more notch my guy <laughs> i'll tell you what yeah. uh, <laughs> maybe next time I'm walking around with six shots now. most of the time like i got this maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm playing on normal and i haven't had any like i just have so much plasma cutter ammo and javelin yeah. launcher ammo mm-hmm. it's good it's good about it's good about um giving you a lot of ammo on normal but it, it leaves uh health and that kind of other stuff is very sparse i found yeah mm-hmm. like health packs and like stasis stuff so it's like that becomes more essential of like managing that stuff at least for me yeah i get i feel like i get more health packs on uh on a hard difficulty because I'm ri- riding on red pretty much the whole time. <laughs> so I'm getting yeah. like small health packs a lot, but barely any ammo. It's like, this isn't helping. <laughs> Speaking of items, I really, I like how they're handled because they're just like little kind of colored dots. So you can easily miss them. Mm-hmm. It just fits the environment and kind of the, the aesthetic of the entire world. That it's not blatantly in your face. Like here's a, health pack here's some ammo it's just like a little dot that you could very easily miss or mm-hmm. yeah that could just blend into the environment so speaking of like the like the hud just in general you kind of mentioned it briefly earlier scott but like that uh the hold the right stick to show the line the objective line mm-hmm. is so good so dope it, it's still so good like mm-hmm. i'm surprised more people haven't copied it like i know there's something similar in like shadow of mordor uh and mm-hmm. shadow of war and like uh, I've been playing Forza, but that's like a different thing. Um, but like it, it's it's like a three dimensional orientation. Like when you're looking at a map and you click in a stick to go back to the default position, I feel like it's not super helpful. But in this, like you turn and you face like exactly the direction you need to go, and I, mm-hmm. it's like an, it orients you so well that like other things, I'm surprised just haven't done something like that. Um, yeah, I like it a lot. Still holds up a lot. The whole idea of removing a HUD and having it all be displayed on your character, on Isaac, mm-hmm. so, so well done. Yeah. So well done. It's, I'm, I'm all about, like, on the character HUDs. I think that shit's mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. And I think just in general, like, in, in line with that, I, I forgot how good um, this game is with, is with, like, environmental, like, storytelling and stuff of, like, walking around and, like, walking into like a, a room and see like you know when you first enter those apartment areas and you see like that lady uh like being like pu- pulled away from her, her house and like no i gotta mm-hmm. save my mother and, uh, and then you walk in you know like uh horrible like 
almost like Satan, satanic like pentagrams everywhere. Yeah, and you're just like, whoa, that that lady was crazy, and then <laughs> just got fucked there up. There's like a, a like a yeah, a necromorph on the crawling on the ground trying to vomit on you, vomit acid on you. Yeah, and there's just like a whole whole ton of that like everywhere where you'll like definitely like once you get to that into chapter four into that church, there's like a lot of stuff there mm-hmm. of you know like the weird kind of hallway full of like here's the history of like the marker and like how it's like taking us into like yeah yeah unitologist stuff and like we're we're taking you to like a the good it's all good you know and 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 then but then at the same time you like walk into the next area and it's just like horrific you know body grotesque monsters trying to murder you and like blood and pentagrams everywhere and uh it's i'll say this because i think the environmental storytelling is really good in dead space uh, it's really cool, but it's every time you're like remember of like those ragdoll phys- physics that are present. Right. Anytime, sure. like you just see like, oh, here are these <laughs> dead bodies in front of these candles that are lit yeah, up, and then, and then the body starts like it. wiggling around when you're like wiggling. walking around it, and, and then just, like kind of nudge it with your foot, and then it just kind of like rolls up, r- rolls up a wall or but something. But then you're just like, oh, all right. You could just stomp on it, and all of its limbs explode off, and it's shooting yeah. blood everywhere, and you're like, this is kind of yeah. fucked up. <laughs> And Isaac just every time Isaac just makes like the most guttural yell he can yeah. imaginable. Just like, uh! smash! It's just, yeah, it's just like a box in the ground. Just, uh! It's like smashing it's open this awesome. box. Yeah, like, he has some. He hates boxes, man. Dude, he's yeah. got some fury built up deep inside. I mean, he's he's been through a lot of shit, so yeah, I he's fucked fair. up. Like, let's but be it's real. Always, it always just it always just kind of makes me laugh every time. Just, yeah, it's, uh, it's, just it's every so time. funny smash open a box to get this like you know some plasma cutter ammo or you punch like a body and it's like head just flies across the room mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, god it's awesome it's so dumb yeah. and great uh like mm-hmm. th- it does work yeah. against some of the stuff that like they're trying to do with like the mm-hmm. environment and stuff but i don't know it's kind of just charming to me yeah but we go like- through uh Basically, we go through a bunch of stuff. We go through like this abandoned, assaulted uh, apartment complex on our way to a church because uh, the church we mentioned. Because Dana is held up in a safe room at the church, and that's where we're trying to get to, um, so she can cure us of our crazies. Mm-hmm. So nothing really crazy happened in the apartments, from what I remember. Um, it was a it was a cool area. I like that it alluded to kind of like the children, like you were mentioning, like you had like children's bedrooms and you had some families that were still like held up in their houses i remember one guy screaming mm-hmm. out of his door i don't care what your security clearance is i'm not leaving and right yeah um, that was cool uh yeah i think like they they really do push you I, I, like the the church of unitology is like the first big area i feel like because you get to unlock op- shortcuts and doors and you can kind of walk mm. around a bit more freely um, mm-hmm. so I think that was like the first area that's really memorable for me. Um, but I, I don't know. I like, it moves at a good clip, uh, in addition to everything being absurd. So like, I think it works. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously you get the payoff at the end of the church scene. Um, like it starts with the gunship shooting through the windows and then it ends with, um, the, like the raptor guys attacking the stalkers attacking mm-hmm. you in that whole arena fight scene when those gates come up and you're like, Oh fuck. <laughs> yep, something's about oh, to come down. Yeah, you just start hearing like footsteps and yeah, skittering. They're just like the creepiest enemies. You're just like, whoa, something's in here with me. Yeah, 
the uh the like the door you're going to just suddenly gets like ripped to shreds and it's like oh fuck mm-hmm. yeah something's coming yeah those it's... stalkers i thought they had a cool design but maybe the ai just could be better but literally i just sat back as they ran one at a time to me because a few of them got caught on the walls so one would come at me i would like just kneecap them and then kill them and then maybe 30 seconds later one the, the next one would unhinge itself from one of the walls because there's all those partitions and stuff in the middle yeah so they would come charging at me so i'll say like Um, that that first stalker encounter mm -hmm. uh is like very much introductory to some of the things they can do but they have they have surprises (laughs) left for you scott okay cool um cool they they can like they introduce new abilities for the creatures later on and it's like oh god why would you do this to me Mm-hmm. Um, oh, cool! Uh, and like, what's cool is each of the stalker encounters in this game are very well constructed environments. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like the later ones, I think are will will definitely scratch that itch. They'll be more challenging for you. Sweet. Um, yeah, I. You get to that twist of Dana being like, "Oh, I'm actually part of the the Church of Scientology." Like right right when you go through that door, all this yeah. bullshit, and it's like, all right, yeah. it's like her like having her back to you and like talking to like oh you don't know anything isaac is like oh this is so fucking corny i love it like, oh <laughs> yeah. god she's a crazy church lady she's a crazy church lady i'm curious she to use him to go ahead mike oh yeah she was like she wanted to use him to basically make more markers is that that's what it was mm-hmm. right that's all just of it because i guess he since he had been because that's when I they threw the twist out, which I don't remember if this twist was in the the original game, and I don't even think it was a thing. But she was saying she he that she was implying that Isaac created like the original marker from the first Dead Space or something. She, I, I believe, she was saying that he created the marker that was on Titan Station. Um, oh, okay. He's like he created the one here. I think is what she said. Uh, I could yeah, be wrong. Something like that. She, she definitely said she he created one of them. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. I, like, I don't remember that being a thing. I'm curious. What What do you think's happening, Scott? I just want to know. <laughs> um, I think like these alien relics mm-hmm. are just totally like a similar. It, it reminds me. I'm getting a very um, Reaper-ish vibe or like Geth vibe. Yes, that's a Mass good vibe effects. to get. Yeah, like that's the vibe I'm getting. Like alien artifacts are transforming normal people into crazy killing machines mm-hmm. or killing mutants I think that's kind of the vibe i'm getting that's pretty much it i think that's that covers it um mm-hmm. like the whole what dead space one was about was like this one marker that they found on this planet uh, like the ishimura is like a mining um ship so they were mm-hmm. mining a planet and they found a marker there um but what like what color was it it's black with red spirals on it red writing on it oh man that sounds like a really cool marker i could draw with yeah it leaves a good stain on it. Um, but just, so like for your point of reference, just because this was something explained in the first mm-hmm. one, the marker sends out a pulse um, in like a certain radius around it. I think it depends on mm-hmm. how big the marker is. The area within that pulse is called the dead space. And if someone dies in that space, they can come back as a necromancer or necromorph, not necromancer. <laughs> that's a different thing. It'd be cool though. Um, so like that's what the dead space is. It's I like it the science of dead space mm-hmm. is I think cool and I think some of the like the deep space mining shit that they get into is really great. Um mm-hmm. 
and like the the kind of culture of everything of like they've mined it there's only humans in this universe they mined out mm-hmm. titan and like they have a station there but it's like well, how does what does the marker really do though? <laughs> like it, yeah. it's like, well, is it just magic? Is it just a magic barrier that makes people come back from the dead? I like, I, I feel like they never get too into it, but I guess it is just kind of assumed it's kind of just magic. Space yeah. magic. It's just space magic. Yeah, it's some creepy space <laughs> stuff. It's like the 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 setting and the backdrop story of Dead Space is always so much more interesting, like than mm-hmm. the story that they're trying to tell in the cutscenes yeah. of the game. Um, but I think there's there's payoff here in Dead Space too. So I don't know how well you remember it, Mike, um, but I'm excited for you guys to see it, or at least you, Scott, because you've never yeah. seen it before. I'm in, mm-hmm. I'm definitely enjoying my time with it so far. Um, were there also like Dead Series? There was a Dead Space comic series as well, correct? Uh, yeah, they had a, they had an animated movie that was like a prequel to the first Dead Space. So like okay. what happened on the yeah. Ishimura just before Isaac got there. Um, they had a comic series. They had multiple comic series. I think. Yeah, I want to I want to say like the comic was like a through line between one and two. It might have been. Uh, it, I think it might have actually been about Strauss, like the other adult character that you're talking to. Um, oh, yeah, I was trying to. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask that. Or, or is it five or fifteen? I don't know. Fifteen, maybe. I, I don't remember. But he, yeah, he's the one. I'm anxious to see what they do with him, mm-hmm. um, and what what that story is all about. He wasn't from the first game, was he, Alex? No, do you remember? He's a he's, he's a new he character. He was just introduced in this. That's what I thought. Yeah. I was trying to remember like when you first appeared and I was like, was this because like when you first see him in like the very beginning you're still in like the straight jacket and you like walk up to that television or or like you know the recording cyber, cyber you know hologram television and you see him being like interrogated and I couldn't remember. I was like, was this dude from the first game too? Like I guess I couldn't remember. Yeah, it's funny cool because like when I started playing it all kind of started coming back to me of like Mm-hmm. The big story twist that happened at the end of this game, and it's like, I I had forgotten about all like the little allusions they make to it in some of the dialogue early on in that game, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's it's really cool uh, to kind of see how they how well the structure of the game is of like hinting at you what's what's coming and what you're gonna see. Um, yeah, I think there are no returning characters from Dead Space One, except for like Nicole, kind of. <laughs> um, right because screaming ghost form yeah it was very much in the era of ea was like they took this big risk on all these franchises like mirror's edge and dead space and they were like yeah but like if we make a sequel are people gonna know like what's going on or or like can they jump in at at number two and still have a good time can we get more people into this franchise let's Mm -hmm. like like the whole intro of dead space 2 is like so in that kind of design philosophy Mm -hmm. (laughs) right Uh, also, fun fact: When I booted up Dead Space Two, it's like, would you like to download the online pass for the yeah, one yeah. for the Dead Space Two multiplayer mode that I forgot about, and two, oh my god, online pass. Yeah, I forgot about the whole installing trophies thing. Yep. It's like, oh yeah, they had to install the trophies. Yes, and it takes a long time, and you're like, why? Yeah. Why is this like this? <laughs> I have to say, one of the things that I'm most interested to see what they do with, or the reasoning behind, is the blocking of the memories. Like, why they had to kind of wipe the memories or keep them the pers- medicated so they wouldn't remember things. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm curious what they're going to do with that and how that's going to play out. Like, what 
real effect their memories have on what's going on. So I'm curious about that. I th- I'm excited for you to find out. Um, <laughs> this gets fucking buck wild. That's is so weird. <laughs> Like I don't know if you're having the same feeling, Mike. Of like, man, this game, these games are way weirder than I thought they were. Yeah, no, for sure. It, There's, it's awesome it, though. It, it, yeah, like I said, it just it it ramps up in a way and just kind of goes, and that's what I really like about it. Of like you said, it just kind of throws everything that you somebody that's jumping in from the original Dead Space would know. Mm-hmm. So like but so it's can they just know that like hey we can just kind of give them all this stuff and just let them go. And now it just like moves so quickly. You think about like a lot of games now where you know you know maybe not the, I haven't played Odyssey, but I would say even in Origins like you know them re- giving you the hidden blade like things that like have been quintessential to like every game in our mm-hmm. previous series will take you like upwards of like 3 or 4 hours to finally get again. Yeah, this game it's like you have like you have the base plasma cutter and like the stasis and the uh, like the base abilities you had from Dead Space one and two, like within like probably not even like five or ten minutes of starting that game. Yeah, it felt like it feels like it for sure. It's probably the first hour or so, but yeah, uh, yeah, it it throws everything at you and then like pats you on the ass and sends you out the front door. It's like (laughs) go on, have fun. Uh, Yeah, it it's weird because it. I'm I am playing Odyssey, uh, and boy, it doesn't do that. <laughs> and like <laughs> the the item of that story that has like been something that they showed off in all of like the previews and stuff. Like I haven't even gotten. I've played it for like six hours. Um, nice. And I, not that I'm complaining, they're doing a different thing. But it's like yeah, something that, that reminds me a lot of what Dead Space Two does is like Breath of the Wild, which is really funny just for that franchise and from Nintendo, especially considering this game came out in the same year as. <laughs> uh skyward yeah. sword but like that game gives you wow. all the tools that you have for the forever in that game mm. in the first couple hours and then sends you off and it's like do what the fuck ever i don't care then it's a play box yep. it's just like a sandbox you can do whatever with yeah it's very cool it's a cool i think it, it is like a really cool design idea of like set the player up with all the tools very early on just so that way you can evolve on how they use them throughout the game. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like yeah. not a lot of video games do it. And I think it's really cool that dead space two did do it. Yeah. It's, I think it gives the player the ability to have like play around more. Mm-hmm. Um, and just seeing what crazy stuff they can do with the tools you're given. Um, and that's one of the th- like the same thing with Metroid games or uh, later Castlevania games, things like that, having to recoup your losses from the very beginning and um, being able to do it like right away and have all those things like your laser cutter and your kinesis or stasis and kinetic abilities. I've really enjoyed it. Um, I don't use my stasis all that much, um, but kine- the kinetic like chucking spears or the chucking claws into dudes, I use that a lot when mm-hmm. I can in the plasma cutter like you were say like you guys were saying is just so good the sound of it the feel of it being yeah. able to change it from being vertical or horizontally um aligned to be better at cutting off body parts I'll very s- very cool i'll say this about stasis you might not use it now but you will you'll fucking <laughs> yeah. need it <laughs> yeah I, I found i generally use it for like very specific enemies yeah or for like there's like a random puzzle and environment puzzle that's like 
that They're obviously like, you have to use this now to move on, but obviously you're gonna use it there. But yeah, I'm using it I way use it, more than I remember using it. So it's like, again, I'm playing on hard mode, so that does help. Right. Like sometimes you just need a second, like one mm-hmm. fucking second, please. I have yeah. not breathed since I started this game, um, and there are specific enemy types that d- demand stasis. Mm-hmm. Um, Good to know. And to know. they're very cool. Like I, I'm mostly in the same boat, Mike. I'll, I'll only use on the specific guys, like the three-legged guys or the two-legged guys with the scorpion tail. Yeah, um, that's that's the guy, dudes. I usually use it on. Uh, but uh, it's definitely like when things get a little too hectic, you can. It has that AOE where it can grab a couple enemies and just like create a blockade of slowed down enemies, so you can reload yeah. or heal yourself or something. So. Very cool. Are you enjoying Dead Space so far, Scott? I am. Awesome. I, I'm very much enjoying it. It still feels very solid. It plays very solid. It's, yeah, it plays super it, well. It was a well-designed game. Yeah. Like, like some of the things we mentioned, kind of corny, kind of... They don't mesh completely well together, but overall, it's been a very fun process. It's been a very fun experience so far. I'm. It's Even though I haven't played the first game, there's enough that has been presented to me that I get the idea... And there's enough that's like mysteries, like the memories and the church and what exactly the markers are doing and all that, that have left me pondering and curious and thinking, Ooh, I wonder if they're doing that. So yeah, that's yeah. cool. It's a fun mystery. Having a good time. Um, a good time. One thing I do want to say before we wrap up. Yeah. Um, I, I really love how dark this game is. Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I've not played a game in a long time that is like this pitch black and it might be like obviously I'm playing on an HDR TV. It doesn't. This game doesn't support HDR, but it does. Like the TV itself does a little bit better, like pure blacks and and dark zones. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the game is just like fucking dark mm-hmm. <laughs> for the most part. Like when it has you adjust the brightness settings for your TV, mine is set all the way to the lowest, um, and it's like very scary. <laughs> nice. There there are scenes like where. All you see is the light on Isaac's helmet and his, the light on his back, and that's it. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Um, but I, lo- I quickly regret my decision. Yeah, I love how hard they committed to that. And I, I think that's modern horror games. Like, I think about Outlast specifically, the whole night vision camera. It's doing, obviously, a very different thing, but mm-hmm. it's a game you can kind of see your way through, whereas, like, there are parts of this where it's so dark and you don't know what's going on around you, and I love that. Yep. Very cool. But we find out Dana's a tragic Kurt church lady. She gets shot by a gunship. We fly out. She does get fucking blown apart she, by that gunship. Yeah, she yep. gets <laughs> pretty funny. It's she awesome. Pieces. We wouldn't want Isaac to die and then her arms go flying off. Yeah, her arms just get blasted off. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Um, and then our big giant necro friend from the train pops out and tries to kill us. And then we jump through a glass window to grab onto the, the gunship that was shooting the church people and then that gets blown up and then we get hurled away and then we're just into some other place i guess some other building (laughs) land land back into like like the apartment we're back in like an apartment complex area Mm -hmm. isaac shakes it off and And i save the game and turn it off yeah and to chapter five and our first checkpoint of dead space 2 so far i think the group consensus is that you guys are enjoying it on your uh, like revisiting it. I'm I'm guessing mm-hmm. it's definitely it's interesting to see the mm-hmm. things that I was worried wouldn't hold up hold up really well, like how it plays, uh, mm-hmm. 
mechanically yeah. things like that and the things that i thought would hold up all right are not holding up like the the kind of villains and the storytelling um yeah. but either way mm-hmm. it's it's still a really great game yeah and from a first timer perspective jumping in seven years after the game came out not having played the previous game or any of the games of the series i think it's definitely holding up well um, i'm very much enjoying it but for next time we will be playing through to the end of chapter 10 it's really easy to make these checkpoints when there's like chapters yeah number chapters Hell and yeah. you can just divide it by three and it's it's actually the so only perfect. reason Mike picked this game. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the. It was in one of the positives for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're playing along with us, feel free to play up through the end should you choose. But we'll only be talking up through the end of chapter ten for next time. But we hope you enjoyed this first taste, this first checkpoint of Dead Space Two. I know we all did. So everyone, Mike, Alex, where can everybody find you on the interwebs? You can find Mike on uh, twitch.tv forward slash Rational Passions every Sunday playing Destiny. <laughs> what did you think I was going to say? Dabbing, dabbing my life day. away. Yeah, just... When it was only a, when it was on your Twitch app. Because I fucked up, but hopefully it'll be archived somewhere. <laughs> um, that slowly d- dabbing my life away. Yeah, exactly. Like, Paying the dab toll to have Riven wreck us. Yeah, the, yeah I was going to say, I don't, I don't know if... It's, is Destiny making us pay the dab toll, or are we the ones? <laughs> are we the ones making Destiny pay? Existential shit right there. Toll. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm listening, Bungie. I'm watching. Yeah. Uh, but no, Mike, you're uh, on every Friday night. You're playing some October themed games. Yep. We have month. We're in October. Uh, spooky games, scary games. Uh, from the day we recorded this, I already did one stream playing some older retro games. That's going to be archived. That should be up on the YouTube, hopefully, by the time you're seeing this. Um, and then uh, maybe that Friday. And then, yeah, basically every Friday. I'll be, the next Friday's coming up, which I don't know, whenever this will come out, I'll be playing, like, Transference and the Resident Evil remake and Alan Wake and a bunch of other stuff. Oh, Alan most, Wake mainly, is so mainly those. Mainly those. It'll probably be those three because I'm probably going to try and do, like, a full-on playthroughs of them each Friday. Okay. I don't want each week. Each Friday, so cool. there'll be a bunch of other Halloween streams, like Scott's doing stuff. Yeah, Our other some Castlevanias. George, yeah, some George George Cruz will be doing some stuff as well. Yeah, he bought stuff so he could do just this. Yeah, yeah, he's some, he's good in, stuff, he's some Japanese games too. Some uh, fan translated Japanese games. I know he's going to be playing, mm-hmm. which is cool. super cool. And I'm just playing Destiny and hating myself, so uh, <laughs> don't worry about me. <laughs> Uh, experience. go listen to or go watch Irrational Passions podcast every Saturday night uh, 7.30pm Eastern yeah. definitely check that out and if you really really like the three of our beautiful faces be sure to check out our podcast which the three of us is on hosted by Mr. Mike Burgess Podcast Ultimate, your one stop shop for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate news, speculation, and uh, character polls so check that out it's not to be confused with a cross it's the smash logo <laughs> yeah exactly or an upside down cross which is even worse or it's like the uh-oh ball or whatever they call the the bad one <laughs> i can't believe we didn't talk about i, I like that the uh-oh ball, uh-oh ball. Yeah, i'm calling it the uh-oh ball from from now on i like that we didn't talk about smash brothers at all i was really gonna try and bring hey, it up at some point but hey, i you forgot know what? you know what yes you, know you know what you know what today is you know what today is it's smash day literally oh it's two, two months, months. Two months from today, guys. 
Smash Brothers will be released. Listen to us speculate, much like 4chan, on when the fucking Smash Direct <laughs> is going to be in October, <laughs> all uh, month long. Podcast Ultimate. Yeah. It's like 4chan. It's like 4chan. <laughs> Mike, uh, I think um, you have to add a sub or a little. Uh, Little header under podcast ultimate on the intro, you know. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, it's like four chan like <laughs> in big uh, like Comic Sans font, <laughs> with a with no dick ever, butt at the end. No one's yeah, no one's ever gonna watch that podcast again. <laughs> Hell <it's> yeah, <laughs> they'll go out on a high note. Yeah, <laughs> but speaking of going out on a high note, this has been Solid Snake One Twenty. You can find well, this has been Scott. You can find me on Twitter at SolidSnake120, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash SolidSnake120, or on twitch.tv slash IrrationalPassions for this month for some good old Game Boy Advance Castlevania goodness with some Symphony of the Night mixed in. And until next time, everybody, stay classy.